Hey guys, we are back once again to answer your questions. I am Dr. Heather Moore, owner of Total Performance Physical Therapy. Uh, first of all, thank you to everyone who has commented, liked, uh, shared our videos. It's much appreciated. We do get a lot of good feedback. Um, if you haven't liked our Facebook page, go ahead. You can also find these videos at our YouTube channel, uh, Total Performance Physical Therapy. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. So we kind of post uh, things a couple times a week just to help you out. As always, if you have any questions, you can come in for a free consultation. All you have to do is call our office at 215-997-9898. This is not to replace uh, going to the doctor. Um, this is just some suggestions that we have. So just a couple things to bear in mind tonight as we go over shoulder blade pain relief. So many of us are working from home. Many of us are working uh, on our computers a lot more, on our devices a lot more, getting a lot of burning coming in here and in between the shoulder blades, a lot of shoulder blade pain, a lot of shoulder issues, numbness and tingling. Uh, that has never happened before. So it's not something you want to ignore. Burning is never something you want to ignore. So you got to pay attention to it. A lot of times it's a quick and easy fix. It's not going to take forever, but the longer you ignore it, as always, as we talk about in here, the longer you ignore it, the worse it's going to become, the longer the treatment, the more expensive the treatment. So while everyone avoids coming in here because they say, oh, you know, uh, we're, you're only going to push surgery or, you know, injections. We don't do any of that. We are not the surgical nor the injection team. So we steer clear of that. In fact, we had a patient tonight saying, I'm so glad we found you because you're the only people that didn't say surgery or injections. But shoulder blade pain relief often can come with some injections to try and get relief. Not worth it. Absolutely not. It is something that you need to figure out why it's happening and then treat why it's happening. Uh, if you don't address the why, just doing the treatment isn't going to do a darn thing because you're going to keep having it occur. So it's really important to understand why you're getting that shoulder blade pain, why you're getting that burning in between your shoulder blades, why you're getting any sort of numbness and tingling. So normally when we're talking about the shoulder blade, we're talking about everything back in here. Okay, a lot of people turn the shoulder blade right here. Um, you know, basically the back of your shoulder area above and below that blade sticking out there is your shoulder blade. It's a very common area to have pain, very common area to overlook, and a very common area to be weak. So most people who bench a lot, um, unfortunately have very weak rotator cuff. So this is where your rotator cuff sits, back in here. So uh, unfortunately you do need to actually strengthen the rotator cuff. It doesn't get strong on its own. And part of that can cause that shoulder blade burning and you can uh, have some problems with that. So let's go through why we have shoulder blade pain and then we'll talk about what we can do to help get rid of it. So really when you're talking about shoulder blade burning, shoulder blade pain, any sort of shoulder issues back in here, we're talking, we're addressing some sort of poor posture. So a lot of times it's this type of posture where you're rounded forward, your head is forward, all the muscles back here are just being stretched out. This is not normal. Your muscles don't want to be stretched. When they're in this position and you're rounded forward and you're looking at your phone and you're at your computer and you're hunched over like this, you are causing those muscles to be on stretch. Not okay, not something you want to do. Over time, you are going to start to develop some pain. It's just like if you sat there with your hamstring stretched the whole time. You don't want to sit with your hamstring stretched the whole time. It's going to start to get irritated. Same thing with these muscles. As you slouch forward, 
Okay, when they're back here, they're this long. As you slouch forward, they become this long. They don't like to work when they're this long, but here you are, you're writing, you're typing, you're forcing them to work. This is where the burning starts to come in. The burning could be one of two things. It can be a knot in your muscle that's causing it. It can also be an irritation of a nerve. You have lots of nerves that run out here from your spine, down your arm, by your shoulder blade. So it's really important that you figure out why you're having that burning and what's going on. Is it the nerve or is it the muscle? Could be a combination of both. Uh, either way, it is important that you diagnose where it's coming from. But something where you're doing this, maybe you're holding your child like this. Any type of poor posture, stress, this type of posture, all right? When you are stressed, our shoulders tend to come up towards our ears. Now, this obviously is an over-exaggeration of what we normally have and what we normally um, will see but if you have a tendency to uh, raise your shoulders when you're stressed, you wind up with your shoulders like this. All you have to do is say push your shoulders down. If you're one of those people that every time you say push your shoulders down, you notice your shoulders drop, that's another reason for shoulder blade pain. Not as common to have shoulder blade pain. Uh, this is the most common posture, but you can have it when you're starting to have uh, this type of, of pain or, or this type of posture. So posture is really one of the biggest causes of shoulder blade pain. The other big cause, and it's usually hand in hand, they're not usually independent, is weakness. Uh, most people have a very weak rotator cuff. So most people have no idea how to work out the rotator cuff. Most people have no idea that they should work out the rotator cuff. Most people think that just by doing arm raises and bench press and overhead lifts, they're working the rotator cuff. That is not the case. So you wanna make sure that you are doing specific rotator cuff exercises that will allow that rotator cuff to strengthen and it's got to strengthen on its own and it's not something you're going to do a hundred pounds you know ten times it's a lighter it's it's more of an endurance uh muscle or muscles i should say so you want to make sure that you're doing that lower weight that higher rep uh but you want to make sure that you are isolating the rotator cuff that you are working it out uh, we're going to go into, into some exercises that you can do to help work it out um, and what I see most people doing and how they are cheating when they work it out. But the first thing you want to do to get rid of that shoulder blade pain is figure out where it's coming from. Is it nerve? Is it muscle? So one of the things that I recommend you doing is coming in for a free consultation. All you have to do is call our office at 215-997-9898 and we'd be happy to get you in. But if that's not a possibility, what you want to do is you want to get a tennis ball we have beastie balls, we have balls with spikes on them. Start rubbing that area gently, okay? So stand up against the wall with your uh, ball, and you wanna just start rubbing, kind of leaning up against the wall, having that ball rub all over the shoulder area. Not just on the shoulder blade. The shoulder blade, while it may, be, may feel that's where the pain's coming from, you have all these muscles coming down and from here and attaching on that shoulder blade. So don't just rub the shoulder blade. It's not gonna do anything. You wanna concentrate on the muscles surrounding it. If you're having a hard time keeping that ball up against the wall, you can put it in a pillowcase and then throw it over your shoulder and then stand against the wall and rub that shoulder, rub all around. You're gonna feel some tender spots. That's perfectly normal. Stop on those tender spots. You wanna hold it about you know a couple seconds. Don't needle it to death. Hold it a couple seconds. Kind of break up that knot a little bit. If that's not doing it for you, if you're like, I don't really feel anything, you can actually lay on the ground and have the ball go underneath your shoulder and then just work it out 
as you're laying on the ground. Again, you want to concentrate here and here and all throughout the back of the shoulder. You don't want to go up onto your neck. You really don't want to leave your neck exposed like that. So don't ever bring a ball or any sort of trigger point uh, uh, apparatus that you're working with up to your neck. You want to keep everything down here. So that's the first thing you can do. Tennis ball, BC ball, whatever you have. If you have a foam roller, you can actually start rolling on that area nice and easy. If you get numbness and tingling, if you get severe pain, stop immediately. Call your healthcare professional. It's not advised. It's not like a no pain, no gain situation. You're going to get a little bit of soreness when you hit the knots. That's okay. But if you're in excruciating pain or you get numbness and tingling or you get a dead arm, you know, stop. You hit a nerve. Don't, don't do that anymore. The next thing you got to do is correct your posture. So we talk about this all the time. And this is kind of one of the biggest things that people question me about because it's like, how do I hold my phone? Do I hold it up here? Well, you don't want to hold it up here because then you're just going to shrug your shoulders and you're going to wind up doing this. So I always recommend having a cookbook stand if you want to have your phone right in front of you and you're, and you're in bed and you want to just have your arms relaxed and you want to maneuver it. Have some sort of cookbook stand. Have some sort of stand that you can just put your phone on, all right, and you're able to have your back supported, but you don't have to have your arms up like this and you don't have to be down like this. So you can prop the pillows up, you can put the stand here, all right, so you're able to kind of quickly touch and move away. If we're talking about your computer setup, you want to have, if you have a laptop, you have to have a separate keyboard or a separate monitor. You can have a laptop and use the, the monitor and the keyboard and be in correct posture. You're either going to be like this or you're going to be like this. So either way, not okay. But how you get in correct postures, you're going to roll your shoulders up back and drop them down. So this is where you want to be. I don't care if you're on your smartphone. I don't care if you're on your computer. This is where you want to be. Okay, so looking down for five minutes just to do a quick email, not a problem. Most of us get sucked down the rabbit hole and you wind up in this whole, uh, you wind up looking at social media or whatever for two hours and you're just like this. So when I say, you know, watch your posture, don't do this, you're fine for five minutes, okay? You don't get shoulder blade pain and burning and numbness and tingling and uh, you don't want relief from pain when you do this for five minutes. You want relief from pain when you're like this for hours, okay? So you've got to find some way, and I have seen a lot of contractions, that you're able to stay like this, your arms are able to stay relaxed. Like I said, there's a cookbook stand, you can put your, your phone on, some way to prop it up, um, and that way you don't have to do this, not, uh, this type of posture. So now we have to get into strengthening. So we gotta do rotator cuff strengthening. Rotator cuff strengthening is usually done with some sort of external rotation. So you can put your arm in the door. So here's the door on the outside. And what you can do is you can resist, okay? You can push against the door. So you're trying to do this motion. One of the biggest things that I see done wrong with rotator cuff strengthening is while you're pushing against the door and you're holding it, you start to move your elbow away. Now you're not doing the rotator cuff anymore. You're, not, you're doing more of your deltoid, okay? So you lose that rotator cuff when you start to bring that elbow out. The idea is that the elbow stays glued to the side and you're pushing out. You can also lay on your side and do rotator cuff exercises where you were just holding a small weight and then back down. Another thing I see commonly done wrong when we're doing a rotator cuff exercise, especially laying on our side, is you're going to do this and then you're going to let it fall and this and let it fall. Okay? You want to go up to the count of three and down to the count of three. You also don't want to throw your shoulder back, okay? 
Your body should stay still. You want to lay on your side and you want to go up for three and down for three. Nice and easy. The up and the down should be equal. You can also take a band if you have a TheraBand or some type of resistance band. Wrap it around your wrists, okay? And try and rotate out. Again, when you're doing this, you want to make sure your elbows do not come out from your side. So you want to just allow your arms to go against the tension, keeping your shoulders down, keeping your shoulder, your elbows in, and just pushing against them. When you're doing a resistance band exercise, I recommend holding it for about 30 seconds to a minute, and then relaxing for a couple seconds and doing that again for about 30 seconds. Again, these are more endurance exercises. When I see some people lifting at the gym, I'll see this get involved. They start to throw themselves, or they start to, again, they start to rotate back. Neither one of those is okay. You've got to really isolate the external rotators. You've got to isolate that rotator cuff. And if you've never done rotator cuff exercises, you're going to have a burning sensation from fatigue. If it's burning because it, there's numbness and tingling, that's not okay. But most of you will experience some sort of burning because it gets so tired. Those are kind of the things that you should be looking for and doing when you have that shoulder blade pain. It is not to be ignored. If you get headaches, with your shoulder blade pain, that's, that means it's already spread up into your neck. So unfortunately, everything in the body is connected. So usually your shoulder blade, when you're feeling that pain, you've got muscles that are affected from here, up in your neck, down here, in a lot of places. If you are suffering with shoulder blade pain or somebody you know is suffering from shoulder blade pain and you want a free consultation with a doctor of physical therapy, all you have to do is call our office at 215-997-9898 and we'd be happy to get you in. Thanks and have a good night.